Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson, and this is Missing to Podcast. The Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. Talking all things Kelly and to you. Here is Jeremy and Pam. Welcome in to yet another new episode of Miss in the Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. And my name is Rob. We have Rob again. We love Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi, I'm back. You're back. Yes, you are. Um I really it's just because we have realized that our download numbers go way up <laughs> when we find out that Rob is a part of the episode. Yes. So we just sort of find any and all excuses to get him to come in. Yeah. Plus, you fa- you did have an interest in this specific topic. So we were like, just yes. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long, long, long time. So I'm happy that, um, that I'm part of yeah, it. We should probably tell people yeah. what the topic is. The <laughs> topic today, we're going to be speaking to a few fans who all became really big fans of Kelly's within the last, like, five, six years. So the email I wrote, I mean, you know, I don't know if it's exact, but I wrote, give or take, became a really big fan of Kelly's between 2017 and 2023, which for some people, that's like, oh, yeah, maybe I fit into that bucket. And for, for others, they're like, oh, my God, where were they for the first 15, 20 years of her career? And we're going to find out today. Yes, this is going to be very exciting because it's 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 easy for us as fans who have been fans since the beginning to just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I've literally always known about Kelly ever since she became a star. And you forget that there are people who just sort of take a little while longer, people who are actually younger than you that weren't watching America. Weren't Kelly. around. <laughs> I know. Born it's, during the breakaway era. Exactly. It's it's weird to think that there are other people in the world. <laughs> it's also weird. To th- it's also weird to think that people born in like 2004, 2005 are not five years old. Like I'm not convinced yeah. that it was 20 years ago. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to bring in uh, some fans who are relatively new to the fandom, even though they are very active now. They're going to the shows. They're buying the albums, et cetera, et cetera. We're just excited to have them as a part of our episode today. And we're also excited to have Rob in the episode as well. I mean, how could you not be? Yeah, you are the favorite, the favorite <laughs> host. I hope you know that. I tell you that all the time. Um, you're like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. You're not. You're lying. Stop it. <laughs> wow, that was a big argument. <laughs> oh, stop it. I get so awkward when mom and dad fight. <laughs> we are so excited to welcome. We have four guests today. That, that might be the most we've had on at, in one conversation. I could be wrong. I'm not yeah. sure. Anyway, we are so excited to welcome to the podcast for the very first time. Everyone on this podcast is brand new. We have <laughs> Zoe, Rylan, Jody, and Brett. Hi, guys. Hi, hey guys. Hey. hey. Nice to meet you welcome all. Everybody. I mean, I've seen some of you online, but like, nice to actually like chat, see face facial expressions, and it's good to have you here. We're excited. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a really fun episode. As we were saying in our intro earlier, like we sometimes forget that like. There's just like new generations and new waves of Kelly fans that come in, which is so exciting. It keeps everything fresh and all of us on our toes. So we're really excited to hear your fan journey and how you discovered Kelly and what made you a huge fan. And so uh, I guess the first thing we're going to do is we're going to start and go around the room and just kind of have everybody introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, where you're from, what you do for a living, that sort of thing. And uh, then we'll get down into the nitty gritty about uh, how you became a fan. Let's start with Brett. Hey guys, what's going on? 
Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Excited to be nice here. shirt, by the way. You're wearing a nice chemistry shirt. I am. Yes. Yeah. I had a rep. <laughs> you are the only one I think representing and I didn't come prepared. And I love when people rep on the, uh, on their, should episodes. I be wearing a Kelly shirt every episode? I feel like maybe I should start doing that anyway. Do you have a new, for a yeah. new one every episode? I have a, I have a lot. Do you have enough to do that? I'll rotate. Oh. I have to rotate them in and out. I mean, I don't have. Okay. Excuse me. I don't have 200 shirts, but I have maybe 15. Anyway, I'm sorry, Brett. I'm, hi. hi. Nice hi. to meet you. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Brett, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. So I live in uh, New Hampshire right now. Um, I'm actually an accountant for an insulation company in, uh, in Massachusetts. So um, I've been up this way my entire life, really. Um you yeah really not not too much exciting things on my end <laughs> oh stop it see he lives in new england he lives yep. in new england new jersey and new york are not new england. shut up <laughs> they're driving distance a lot closer than vegas for sure correct <laughs> yes. correct well it's nice to meet you i do love nice when pam brings up an old joke <laughs> uh next up let's have uh jody let's have you introduce yourself Hey, I am a middle school teacher. I've been teaching for 21 years now. I live in Southwest Louisiana. And the only thing I have to say about that besides good food is about 45 minutes from where Jason was originally from. Oh, hey. that's a cool fun fact. Love is it he from, so, so you're close to Texas? Yes, I'm like 30 minutes from the Texas border. Oh, how fancy. Oh. I like, sometimes yeah. forget they border each other because geography. I just learned that right this second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm full of knowledge. Love that. There you go. Uh, next up, let's uh, say hi to Rylan. Like, there's like a meeting celebrities, which is like really cool. Oh my god, L low bar, <laughs> low bar. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Please. My name is Rylan, and I am from Ontario, Canada. So I guess I'm the international one on this episode. If you know Ooh. where Niagara Falls is, I'm about half an hour from there. So that's kind of a reference point. And for work, I'm a child and youth worker, and it's nice to have like a teacher here as well. I'm all for anything education, so it's nice to meet you. Love that. Jeremy. Yeah, we have lots of uh, educators on we the uh, podcast today. Jeremy, weren't we just talking about Niagara Falls? Was it last week? Yeah, we were talking about it last week because we were saying how because we had another guest from Canada on, and I said that my limited experience with being in Canada is going to the Rainforest Cafe on the other side of Niagara Falls. <laughs> How cultured of you. <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> yes, let me tell you. Uh, Rylan, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, definitely, uh, last but definitely not least, let's say hi to Zoe. <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm really nervous, so I'm going to try not to mess this up. But um, Oh, you're you oh, are, you are doing great. Okay. Well, I'm Zoe, and um, I'm from northern Alabama. And as of occupation, I put Kelly videos on the internet. <laughs> Which sounds weird. <laughs> it's going Obsessed. good. <laughs> so, yeah, I love well, that. And we'll we'll get more into that uh, in a little while, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for nice having me on. You. Nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, it's great to have all of you guys on. Uh, I guess uh, you know the first thing that we want to talk about when people are, when we find out that people are new fans is we want to kind of discover around the time that not only that you really discovered Kelly, but was that the same time that you kind of be obsessed is the wrong word. Cause we don't like to say the word obsessed around here. We like to say, when did you become like a very passionate fan? 
So with that said, uh, we'll start with you, Brett. You know, sort of when was your your Kelly origin story? Yeah. So, I mean, like so many others, obviously, you know, American Idol came on. Um, she was huge for a very, very long time. <clears throat> um, you know, I loved her songs, loved Breakaway, loved all that. Um, I didn't really start to get like super, super passionate about her until Meaning of Life came out. Um, so I was actually supposed to see her in Boston back in 2019. Um, that didn't happen. Of course, like many other things, COVID ruined her first Vegas residency. So um, I actually saw her for the first time back in August uh, on the 18th and 19th. But yeah, Meaning of Life really just kind of was the, the one album that I was like, okay, like this woman speaking to my soul. <laughs> Which is interesting because I feel like it wasn't like the biggest commercial hit for like the for the casual fan. So very interesting that that's what brought you in. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I heard I don't think about you, and I'm like, whoa, like. Her vocals are crazy, and that song for me, I was like, okay, like let me start to listen to the rest of it. From there, it's like Medicine's now my favorite song. Like I think I actually drive all my friends crazy with it. So <laughs> um, good taste. But yeah, yeah, Meeting of Life was it for me. That's awesome. Again, I like forget that that was like a new era for. I God, I love that. That's so cool. And I don't think yeah. about you. I don't know if we've had anyone who's like that's the song. Oh, it's crazy because I, I actually, so back on the 18th, um, she played that song live and I was like freaking out the entire time. I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm so lucky I get to hear it live. And like, I, I was just, I, I was a wreck the entire time. But <laughs> it's interesting to me to have somebody who, you know, sort of joins in during the meaning of life era, just because it's not like it was a, there was a lot of space between it and piece by piece per se. Like, I can understand if somebody was just finding Kelly around the chemistry era because there was a big span of time in between albums. There was a big span of time where she wasn't really doing anything musically. So that's a perfect point for somebody to come in and be like, oh, I'm finding this right now. This is fantastic. But yeah, that just it's just in between two regular album eras. That's uh, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, no, it's... um. It was a good time writing that album for sure. <laughs> now, did you end up going to like the Meaning of Life tour like immediately? Or? No, he didn't go. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, I, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to. Um, things with work came up, so I just I, I wasn't able to. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I was actually planning on looking into her in, uh, Invincible residency back when she was going to do that. Um, like I said, of course, COVID messed that up, but. Um, yeah, I, I wish I got a chance to go to the Be In The Life door. That that would have been a lot of fun. Well, hopefully you can go to Atlantic City. It's not – it's closer – I mean, not I'm, I'm not – well, it's closer than Vegas. <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll say that. Despite my better judgment, I am actually going next weekend as well um, on the 9th and 10th of February. <gasps> have so. fun. Hey. Congrats. Have fun. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, we want to uh, thank you very much for the answer, Brett. Uh, we want to talk to somebody else who's also going to be joining you, Brett, in Las Vegas for Super Bowl weekend to see Kelly. It's uh, Jody. Jody, we want to hear all about your origin story. And we'll get to the fact that, uh, that you are, for me, because I follow you on social media, I understand that you like to not miss shows. I think you have like among the, the Kelly fans, you have probably the most FOMO. So 
Uh, we'll definitely touch on that. But uh, talk to us about your origin story. So I'm around the same age as Kelly. Uh, when American Idol came on, I was 20 years old going into student teaching. And the interesting thing about me that makes me different from most fans is I'm really not a music person. Uh, I, you know, as a, as a teenager, I listened to it, but as an adult, I really haven't. I didn't watch the first season of American Idol, but of course I heard about it. Everybody heard about it, except apparently Jason. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, so I heard about it. And then I remember Miss, uh, Miss Independence coming out and liking that. And there was a movie that came out after that. And that's about all I knew about Kelly Clarkson for the next 20 years. I do not recall ever hearing her what? name or anything, wow. not a song, not anything. And in 2022, uh, I saw somebody post on Facebook her That's My Jam with Ariana Grande. And I watched that. I was like, oh, wow, they're really good. Oh, that's what Kelly Clarkson looks now 20 years later. Never seen her since then. Um, didn't think too much about it. And then in, uh, I can tell you, it's March 27th, 2023. Uh, somebody posted a video of her American Idol piece by piece. And so I clicked on that and watched it. But it was the comments that drew me in, uh, you know, watching the performance, but then also the, oh, she has the greatest voice of that generation. I'm going, oh, really? Never heard of that. And then hearing about she's such a nice person and then lots of comments about that MF or husband of hers. And I just I just got <laughs> I was like, OK, I need to know more about this. And so I went into that YouTube rabbit hole. And I uh, have not left. And Jeremy, I will say it. I am obsessed. So <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. It's been less than one year. Less than a year. Wow. And it's, I just have completely changed. My friends, my family are like, what has happened to you? Because I'm not the type to follow celebrities. I, I don't know anything about pop culture, but just something hit me at the right time in the right way with Kelly and just, changed my life to that end though like the one year anniversary is coming up what are you doing on march 27th <laughs> to celebrate this year of your life i think i'm gonna have to throw a party i think you have to too at least call out of work <laughs> right oh and work has gotten the full blast of all of this oh man they're like what has happened to you that's crazy so wait so wait okay i'm sorry you didn't even know since you've been gone amazing no. that's wild but like i'm not judging you i'm like that's just like it's almost talent to es like escape that song well it's like when i went back and listened to some of the breakaway songs like oh i think i've heard that on the radio or something while you know, shopping stronger i think i've heard that somewhere shopping but no idea who sang it or anything wow. that's how i was when i discovered low i thought it was like by some country artist and i'm like wait this is kelly clark's <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like so country. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Wow. And the piece by piece, I mean, that was a really impactful performance. I feel like all of us have seen that performance at some point. Um, again, not a time when I thought that would bring in new fans, but like you, she, you never know. She never knows when a performance, even if it's just like a random like radio performance or whatever that might be, is going to bring in the fans. So and it, it was really just learning more about her and the person that she is and just her personality is what drew me in. And the fact that she does have such a gift and has still stayed the person that she is just caught me. I love wow, that. That's awesome. Good answer. Uh, Rylan, how about you? I follow Jody on Twitter and I had no idea that it was so recent. So for like such a new fan, you are like all in and know so much. So that's like crazy. Um, 
And then I was going to say to Brett too, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the one on Alan. I don't think about you, that performance, but it's like so, so good. That's probably one of the best ones she's ever done in my opinion. Yeah. Nice. But, I agree. Uh, for my story, um, I was four when American Idol came out. So I have that excuse that I didn't watch it. I was probably watching like cartoons or something. Um, I grew up in my like childhood years and my teen years really listening to country. That was kind of my thing. I was all in. So I knew Kelly from that world. Um, I remember watching the video with Reba, the Because of You video, and seeing that that video had like a lot of views on it. So I remember thinking like, oh, wow, like Kelly has a lot of fans that they're all coming here and watching this. Um, and then like she had a couple country hits with Ben Skill and Jason Aldean. So I knew who she was, but I wasn't like a fan just because I was listening to country. So in 2017 is really when I would consider becoming like a big Kelly fan. Uh, like any typical Gen Z, I don't watch live TV, but I like watch clips on YouTube. And so one day I came across uh, the video of her performing on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, the uh, Whole Lot of Woman performance. And that, first of all, like is I feel like it's such a great introduction to Kelly. Um, but I was just absolutely floored by the band, by the sound of the music, and specifically like the vocals on that performance. It was like so... So good. And there's this one part at the end, it's kind of like ad-libbed, it's different from the album. And she kind of goes on this like really high whistle note and it was just so good. And I was like telling everybody about it. And uh, then that uh, winter break, I was off from school, I was in university at the time. And then I just started kind of diving into like the YouTube Kelly world. I started watching a lot of her like a minute and a glass of wine uh, vlogs. And so I got to kind of find out about Kelly and just see how nice of a person she is and how down to earth she is and funny. So that's kind of the time that I started getting into her music and just becoming a fan of her as a person. I think that's a really valid thing. I feel like it's similar lady. Like I feel like the music is what got you interested. Probably even same with Jody. interested, but then the personality is also what really like kept you on board and make you wanting to do more because I mean obviously the music's amazing but like the personality is like infectious and watching all the interviews you're just like she's amazing in so many ways she's my friend you know really you just feel that person. she's a really easy person to like <laughs> very much so and that's another thing yes. the whole lot of women performance another example like I I want the band to know how impactful even the most random tv performances are for the fans like I, I hope they know this <laughs> Or at least after yeah. this episode, I hope they know that. I love that. Absolutely. And I hope it makes me do more of them. Uh, it, you know, it's funny, you know, with our, our first three guests, you know, have all mentioned in some way, shape, or form, you know, going down rabbit holes and, and watching videos of, of Kelly online. There's a possibility that in doing so, they may have run into our fourth guest's actual work, uh, and that is Zoe, uh, who knows her way around a Kelly Clarkson video. That is for sure. Uh, so Zoe, tell us uh, a little bit about uh, your origin story, and maybe you can even go into a little bit about how you decided to start doing what you do. Okay. Um, well, I'm kind of similar to um, Rylan and Jody. That like, I've been a fan since I would say probably around 2006, but I didn't become stand until around like 2019. But like the first time I heard her was um, because of you featuring Reba and I've actually fake fan I thought it was Reba song and I was like why is she on like <laughs> I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I heard her and everything and um 
kind of just like knew the singles, you know, like walk away. Like I'll be playing the Wii and like listening to walk away. Didn't even know it was Kelly Clarkson and I'm 21. So I'm kind of like the Gen Z, like grew up with Kelly kind of. And um, I didn't really hear much. I seen the American Idol performance and I'm like, wow, it's really good. Didn't really hear anything. And then um, watched her lives and everything around 2016. And then 2017 was kind of like my first era because 2016 kind of reintroduced me to her. But um, anyway, so I, you know, follow that era and, um, heard love so soft, fell in love with it and, um, had everyone listening to it. And they were like, they listened, my friends listened to like heavy metal. So they were like, Oh, it's a, you know, good bass, but no one liked it. And I was just jamming. And, um, yeah. And then 2018, I didn't really follow along with her, but 2019 is where I really just became obsessed. Cause she was kind of just more on things and stuff like that. And, um, I seen, I think it was, Seth Meyers, maybe I don't think about you and didn't I? When she performed that, and I was like, yes. yeah. And I've been obsessed since then. I well, not really obsessed. I've been a stand since then. And I literally, <laughs> <laughs> when I like follow an artist, I want to um go on YouTube and just learn everything about them. When I really just you know, and I'm like pulling everything. And I literally remember googling Kelly Clarkson tour, and Ain't No Way came up from um like 2013 or 2012, and I've just been hooked since. So kind of how that went wow. down it was kind of so then what made you decide that you wanted to kind of go because you know him and i granted we him and i've been fans for a long time so we waited for a while before we did anything super involved but what made you decide to start doing videos and such well um she was i think the billboard awards 2019 the red carpet and i was trying to find because i love to keep up with celebrities and um hd photos like i wanted hd i wanted to see the outfit i'm into fashion and all that and um i just couldn't find any hd photos and then um i like looked up fan pages and i was like you know and then i was like okay well they're posting this and not this kind of and i was like well i would post this and i'm like you know like i feel like if i want to see these things other people want to see these things and i was already getting like really into her and i was like i'm gonna start a fan page and um so like you know it's like if i want to see it someone has to see it and i just started posting photos on twitter and then made an Instagram maybe a few months later. And it just kind of went on from there. And it was just like, I don't know, it was just fun. Like I would post like seven days a week. And then obviously I didn't know about the, you know, analytics, Alga theorem, all that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, it was just like, and um, I followed um Millie as well, Clarkson vocals and everything. And that was a big inspiration. I want to shout at her because I would follow her stuff and just like spam her likes. I was that person. And um <laughs> I was like, and I was like, man, I want to post things too. And then um, you know, just kind of like. I took from her and then like my own style kind of. And then I loved finding like older videos, like American Idol videos. Those were like probably my first viral videos were American Idol. Cause um, like I found them and I hadn't seen them. And I was like, well, other people must have not seen them too. You know, some people that are just new fans. So I started posting those and it was kind of like, I made the account like kind of an archive of her work, I would say. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how that happened. You and you and Millie got screwed over by, by Instagram though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had like, both of you had like, thousands and thousands of followers and instagram's like bye gotta delete your account i know i made it to i think 189,000, and people are like sending me DMs how like, how know. how did you do that just oh. from posting and like hashtagging and just like people sharing it it's all about the hashtags you use and the time i would say time. the time you post yeah that's what really helped me and then it tells me because like um i'm on ct time and like 6 45 and 7 o'clock and then 8.30 in the morning. Those are my three times. Like I can post 
yeah, the same video at two o'clock, 2000 views posted, then it could get a million. So it's like, it's all timing. Well, just, just like Millie, Millie, she promoted, she promoted her new account, mm -hmm. um, while on the episode. So you feel free to plug your, okay. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, <laughs> no, please. Oh no, please. we want you, no, we want you <laughs> because, to. Because you know, your account unfortunately got deleted as did Millie's and you both are now kind of like starting off from scratch. So feel free at any point to plug your Instagram account. Okay. Well, I'm on this Clarkson live on Instagram and and Facebook, all platforms, but Twitter. Twitter is still Claire Clarkson, but all platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Clarkson Live. There so. you go. Go, and go I, follow. And I will say, <laughs> I, I run into Zoe's videos on TikTok a lot because, oddly enough, when it comes to TikTok, it is a little bit lacking when it comes to Kelly content. I mean, I see Jason's stuff. I see the talk show stuff come up a lot. Um, and maybe like one or two fan accounts, and that's about it. And, and one of the two fan accounts or so that I see is Zoe's account, so I always try to to hit those up whenever I whenever I see those come through my for you page. Oh, thank you, love that, Rob. Do you yeah. do you want to ask our next question? I do. Um, so I'm thinking about. I have like this image in my head of like what you all are facing or approaching, and like you're either at the bottom of a mountain or looking at the tip of an iceberg, and like just looking upward at so much content to digest like 20 years worth of content and like what that sort of rabbit hole or that that digest of all these albums all these songs all these performances covers that you've had to sort of catch up on or you know digest um over the course of these last few years of being a fan and what that rabbit hole has been like for you and what you've um like what your favorite parts of that were, like favorite songs or favorite performances. Uh, Brad, we can start with you if you if you are ready for an answer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say the biggest thing for me is just learning a lot of the songs that are lesser known. Um, you know, obviously like Breakaway since you've been gone, like all her huge, huge hits, most people that at least know or heard of. Um, or, you know, might have been walking around the grocery store, heard it that way. But all of her other like, track songs and deluxe songs and everything that like you don't really hear a lot of um i think that for me was really the the biggest turning point where i'm like okay like there's so much more behind what she's singing other than just those those big viral pop hits um so definitely i, I would say that um just really kind of digging more into the music itself digging more into her personality um are you, you know, just, are you still finding like new stuff? Like, do you still like go on and you're like, Oh, I haven't seen this one yet from like 2004, like random stuff. Um, more so with like live performances. Um, mm -hmm. I have blown out my Apple music with Kelly. So, um, back in 2023, I actually made it into her top 100 listeners. So like I was hardcore listening to her. Um, yeah. It's really mostly the live performances, all those one-off like late night shows, um, you know, today shows, stuff like that, that I'm like, oh, okay, like that's a cool version. Like that's a really nice live version, you know? Yeah, there will always be a performance from the breakaway era from somewhere in Germany that none of us have seen that we all just rediscover that's somehow on YouTube. That literally, right. Rob, one of the ones you showed me a few weeks ago, the... The Echo, the Echo Awards? No, the well, maybe it's not mm -hmm. from the Breakaway Era, but the Beautiful Disaster one. <gasps> the best Beautiful Disaster performance of all time from 2009, oh, 2009. in Germany. It was like the <laughs> one time she ever did it with like major drums. I'm like, what the hell is this? I feel like I've yeah. seen everything and I did not see everything. So it's kind of fun. Why, to, did, 
Why did you not send that to me? I, we talk about it all the time. We were no, I was at his. I was at his <laughs> apartment. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come over. Apparently, that was an in-person performance only. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jody, let's do, uh, go to you next. So my rabbit hole initially started that one day in March, just this past year. Um, I would say that my rabbit hole tended more towards interviews than the performances, although I have seen tons of performances, but uh, just seeing her talking and I, I really love the Minute and a Glass of Wines, not the ones from the show, uh, from the um, tour, but just the ones with her rattling off off the top of her head whatever comes out is just kind of the type of stuff that made me fall in love with her and that very first weekend my husband was out of town and i watched videos from the moment i woke up until the moment i went to sleep and that sunday i was so depressed i would not get out of bed you would have thought that i was the one going through a divorce because i was just so heartbroken in the moment and when my husband did come home i the way i i broke this news to him was i said i need to talk to you i did something while you were out of town and you don't know about this but i feel like it's going to change our lives forever oh god I became a Kelly what? Clarkson fan. What an intro. What an intro. Oh, <laughs> so that's, that's how he was introduced to this new life for me. Oh, my God. Oh my a great God. way to approach anything to be like, really set it up like you did something bad. And then they're just be like, oh, that's, that's not that bad. Those are oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So you still have all 10 fingers and 10 toes? Great. Cool. So we're good. <laughs> we're still married? Great. Yes. That's all I care about. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan Lynn, how about you? Your initial rabbit holes I have the benefit now of having like six plus years to kind of dive into the deep Kelly world um in terms of like listening to her music I feel like it's totally random uh and there's like no strategy to it I'll just be like oh I'll try to listen to this album one day while I'm on a walk or while I'm driving uh one day I remember I heard all I ever wanted the song in like a Wendy so I'm like oh I really like this song so then I started to like really get into that album uh so it's just totally random and uh depends what my mood is i guess but i feel like now i've gotten into like most of her music um certainly there's probably like a lot more videos out there those like random performances so still more stuff to look forward to though that's so fun that you guys are it's it's like i think we jeremy you and i spoke about this last week um i know people in the room have not heard the episode that we are referring to yet but it's just so cool that you guys have all like there's still like a treasure chest of stuff for everyone to find. Whereas I feel like for like older fans, there, there's a lot of content now that was, we did not like, we'd be lucky if we got like an interview once every six months. Yeah. So it was very easy to catch up. And now there's just like so much content. So it must be so overwhelming yet exciting that there's always something new for you guys to discover, watch, listen, whatever that might be. Yeah. Zoe, what about you? Okay, I would say, like I mentioned um, a minute ago, the tour videos, like the Honda Civic tour, really just that was my rabbit hole. Like once I heard Ain't No Way that I went to home and we are young and like I never I only listened to country music and like rap. That was it, which are two different worlds. (laughs) But It was like no pop music. And um, I really just like. So she introduced me to so many new artists and it was I was just watching cover after cover after cover. And then that led me somehow to the My December era and like. I hadn't heard any of that album at that point. And this was probably like um, around like 2019 because I had the fan page. But um, yeah, so that was like my rabbit hole. I mean, like 
I'm a, I like, I have a weird thing against singles, I guess, but I think they get overrated sometimes. So I'm like, I'm a track lister. I really like to deep dive into it. And like all the deep dives of like my December, um, thankful, all that. It was just, that was my rabbit hole was finding every single performance that like no one knew about that. I just, I had to see it. Just hundreds of them. <laughs> you are an old soul when it comes to, tr- uh, to <laughs> albums versus singles. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that Zoe would be really great in our fantasy draft episodes because you'd be in there like pulling out the stuff that like people wouldn't even think to to go after for many, many rounds later. When I was thinking too, Pam, about, you know, something you said about how like newer fans now have this treasure trove of content versus us older fans who have been at this for a while. Now, you know, I think you actually referred to it as a, a an actual gold mine of of stuff. Whereas for us, it's like us going to those tourist attraction, like pan for gold places. And if you're lucky, you might find like a little nugget because there's just we've seen everything that's out there. And it's rare that we come across something that we haven't seen at some point along the way. Yeah. So it's like it's fun for you guys. So since your rabbit holes have been much um, more recent than ours, your memories are probably much better than ours are. Um, so to that end, especially since Zoe is a fashion person, like, like myself, I'm curious about what your favorite, um, Kelly moments in fashion have been, whether or not they're good moments or. <laughs> oh my gosh, moment. that is so hard. I was going to say, yeah, let's start with okay. Zoe. Literally. Um, just, I'm there in my rabbit hole though. Um, her Christmas special in 2013, I watched it and I literally saved like 500 photos and had to narrow them down to 10. That's how much I am just in the outfits. And I'm like, Oh, I like this better, this lipstick. Anyway, it, that is so hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my first fashion moments with her was at the, um, billboard awards. And it was the second time she hosted with like the black sequined and the rainbow heels. I really love that. Yes. One. yes. Yeah. Anything when she has like the lace outfits, I'm trying to think because like I did like poles and stuff. So like, man, this is hard. <laughs> so you, what about the addiction? I was just about to ask that. Like, jumpsuit. I love it. It is hard to narrow it down. I love it. Yeah, my are good, just stronger alts. And the voice, I the mean, voice has some some either really good outfits, or some really wild outfits. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like the one where she's in like a blue dress with the pearls. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes, yes. That one was like, oh, my gosh. That's not. I literally, it's the funny. One? What... No, it's not. The... Oh. But I know what you're talking I was going to say like Muppet one. Yeah. Well, there was, there is a one where I thought she looked like Abby Cadabby. <laughs> um... <laughs> and it's weird because I feel like, you know, for as many seasons as she was on The Voice, and when somebody says voice fashion choices, the only one that I think of is her Lady Gaga, like, outfit where she had like the big like white V looking oh, thing. Oh, I remember that like, one. Looked like it was like a hazard to anyone standing or sitting near her. Oh, yeah, it was Balmon, right? Sure. I try to keep up. I look because it's on like I mean, star style. I try to look good. I'm trying to find there's, there's a great reaction meme that I use all the time of her just looking like really confused with that dress on. <laughs> I'm trying to find the It'll photo of away. like her wearing this like very patchy dress. I know Do exactly know what you're talking about. Catchy. It's is this this isn't the Abby Abby Kadabi dress. I don't know. Maybe it is. No, no. The Abby Kadabi dress was during um, when Christmas comes around. It was like purple and pink, and it looked like she was wearing like a negligee. (laughs) 
but also made out of puppet uh, Muppets. <laughs> uh, my question, again, um, since we kind of went on a little tangent, is what have been some of your um, most memorable, let's say, fashion moments of Kelly's from the last 20 years? Um, memorable, good or memorable? Hmm. Uh, Brett. Um, yeah, so for me, it's it's memorable good. Um, it would be the last four shows I went to in Vegas, to be honest. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was my first time seeing her too. So I'm like, oh my God, she's like five feet away from my face right now. Um, but just the entire residency, I feel like her, her outfits were on point. Um, especially the New Year's weekend. She looked phenomenal. So good. So, yeah. Looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just for me, though. Rylan, how about you? I feel like um, in terms of her best looks, like right now, what she's doing in New York with her like new stylist is like really, really good. So maybe that's just like my bias of like it being recent. But she looks great. Uh, like Zoe said, um, her like red dress at the uh, the Christmas uh, wrapped in red blend was like really good. Um, we were talking earlier about her performance of I Don't Think About You on Ellen. I remember she had like a Gucci belt on it and this like gorgeous like pink top on it was like really good um and then i guess it's like memorable would be like the chunky highlights i won't say if that's like good or bad but like way back to the idol days um i'm sure Rock we all space. have our feelings about that because they're perfect there's nothing wrong with the chunky highlights like, so get into that. rob what what would you do if i showed up next week with just the chunkiest blonde highlights in my very dark hair i would throw a ticker tape parade down whatever <laughs> avenue we're on. I would be thrilled beyond belief, beyond measure, if you showed up with a beige turtleneck <laughs> and chunky highlights and flare jeans. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, God. Keith? Yeah, don't, don't tempt him. Nope. I'm not doing that to my, my hair. Anyway, Jody, what is your answer? So fashion is really not my area, uh, but I will say that the piece by piece was not my favorite not the the dresses or the the hair uh i did really like the classy meaning of life outfits that came out but i think that right now is just perfection uh actually yesterday i just got a dress in the mail that i ordered after she wore it on the show <laughs> wow that's a, that's <laughs> commitment <laughs> what dress that brown sweater dress but i bought it in blue Ooh. Oh, yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about because we talked about we it. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good one. I love that. You are committing to the bit. Yeah, I have to echo the the outfit she's been wearing on the most recent season. Oh, my God. Like, obsessed. Obsessed. The best. Super chic. What? Super chic. Super, Super chic. A lot of leather. A lot of denim. A lot of heel. A lot of blazers. I'm all about it. Love that. Yeah. Um, so moving on from fashion. I mean, a few of you kind of spoke to this a bit, but like before you became a really big fan, like what was your like what was your knowledge of Kelly slash like what did you like think of her? Were you just like, oh, I know the name or I know she's a singer or like I don't really know much about her. So I'm just really curious like what your viewpoints on Kelly were before you kind of went literally down the the rabbit hole. Um, Zoe, we'll start with you. Honestly, besides um, her and Reba, like, because of you, I knew absolutely nothing. And, like, 
I said I'm 21. So like around the time like Walk Away came out, I was fairly young and I would be, you know, playing my Wii and like um, listening to Walk Away and really I hope never again. I had no idea it was Kelly Clarkson, knew nothing about her, like see her on Ellen every now and then, like literally like I'm an old soul, like you said. So I kind of do old people things. So I would see her on like when I'm, <laughs> when I'm watching like the Ellen show or something like that or like um. I was I've been a fan of Reba forever and like I would see her you know with Reba like on the Reba TV show and I was like oh that's the same person and like you know Reba's song because of you so <laughs> I had no idea anything so you're okay so you're 21 so you weren't around when she won no oh my god that's wild yeah sorry I don't mean to like age you or age oh, me nice. I'm just like it's just I, I was telling I was saying before in our intro I'm like it's kind of weird that people born in like 2005 are not five years old. Like that was literally a while ago. And mm -hmm. I don't have that grasp, that concept of time. But you were literally aging all of I us. I know I am. I know way. I am. And I'm sorry, but I'm just like, God, it's 2024. Like what the hell? Anyway, mm -hmm. I'll stop that. Um, Rylan, what about you? I was, like I said, a big country fan. So I knew her as someone who kind of did some country duets. Uh, I would hear her on the radio, so I knew, like, Stronger, uh, Since You've Been Gone. But I think the thing that I didn't know is, first of all, kind of her personality. So when I became a big fan, I kind of started to realize, like, the type of person she is and just her, like, genuineness and her humor and all that. And then the other thing, too, is I didn't realize the extent to, like, how good of a singer she is. Um, just hearing her on the radio, you don't necessarily pick up on that. You're like, okay, she can sing and it's a nice song. But once you start, like, deep diving and seeing, like, those live performances especially, you're like, okay, this girl can sing. And it may sound, like, crazy to you guys because, like, she won American Idol. But, like I said, I was very, very young. So I never grew up with that, right? So I guess I was just unaware of, like, the extent to which she can sing. Yeah. I mean, same with here. I didn't watch Idol at the time. And I think something that I've said many times, I think she has said it many times, is that, like, some of her earlier stuff, like – Obviously, she sounds great on her early albums, but it doesn't, like, you don't get the vibe that she's, like, as good of a singer as she really is. So, like, it, her vocals have not, like, in the early, early albums were not captured, in my opinion, like, to the best of their ability. And, like, then you see her live, you're like, oh, my God, that's what she sounds like? It's incredible. So, Rylan, I get exactly what, what you're saying. Um, Brett, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty similar to Rylan, I guess, in the sense where, like, you hear her songs, like, Stronger came out, loved that. Um, you know, when she first got big and first won American Idol, I was, like, an angsty teen listening to, like, My Chemical Romance and Fall Out Boy. So, like, that was, like, my go-to. Um, and then, you know, like, Kelly Clarkson's also come on. I'm like, yeah, she can sing. Like, she has a voice. But kind of like Rylan said, like, you don't really realize until you hear her live or until you hear, like, the raw vocals and you're like, oh, like that's different <laughs> that's awesome uh well jody you kind of went into it a little bit but like all right example you knew of her because she won idol you knew miss independent did you like just not see her name did you not know anything else about her no literally or as kelly would say literally nothing <laughs> wow that is fascinating like, i didn't even know she was a coach on the voice even though i watched early seasons of the voice didn't know she had her own talk show knew absolutely nothing of her post 2003 that's fascinating 
that is truly fascinating that you were able to almost avoid her without trying. And, and I'm like, surely I heard her name, you know, overheard her name over the last 20 years and just didn't pay attention. But I, I cannot recall a single time having any kind of discussion or I mean I guess if you're someone that's not like you even said like you don't pay attention to music I guess that's fair like you're not going to hear about her if it's if you're someone who's listening to even country music you're like all right I'm going to hear her name pop up once in a blue moon but I guess that makes sense that's I I'm fascinated by this (laughs) I'm fascinated myself by how that happened Well, and, and going off of something that, uh, you know, Jody sort of sort of started to tell this story, and, and Jody, we may start with you on this particular question. When you sort of decided to go like full in on Kelly, and this is, this is obviously to everybody, what was the reaction of the people closest to you? You know, did you get, you know, some kind of rolling of eyes? Did you get, you know, some, you know, okay, whatever, this is a phase kind of things? Like what was... What was the reaction to those closest to you when you sort of made it known like, hey, it's not just that I like a couple of her songs, like I am all in on this particular singer. And uh, like like I said, Jody, we'll start with you. Uh, the, the biggest reaction from the people who really know me is I don't understand your favorite person in the world now is a singer because they know that I'm just not a music person. Uh, my students used to tease me because they'd say, what do you listen to on the radio? And I'd say, I listen to audiobooks. You know, I'm just not a music person, but now I, I do. I listen to, well, I still only listen to Kelly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I get a, a lot of eye rolling. and uh, But then also a lot of comments of, you're so happy right now, just because <laughs> I'm just like bubbling over. Like, I love Kelly. I love that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Brett. Yeah. Um, so my work definitely is like at the point where they're like, okay, you just stopped going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, that aside, I mean, all my, my closest friends knew I was, you know, pretty, pretty passionate about Kelly. Um, I wouldn't say I've been insufferable the past couple of months, but they're definitely like, okay, we got it. Like, you like Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely it's, it's accepted now, but people are just like, they, they, they know it's a thing now. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, what about you? Well, unfortunately it was kind of negative at first. I don't want to like bring the party down, but like kind of just in the area I'm at in Alabama, no one really gets like, pop music I would say it's kind of in the country no one gets like social media really and like you know I started listening to Kelly and then everyone was like oh she's obsessed with Reba you know she's just listening to Kelly or whatever and then I started a fan page and people are like this is obsessive you have a fan page for like really no one started accepting me until um you know Atlanta could ask me to go to Velasco which was amazing and um then everybody's like, oh, she must have money. We're going to, but they're like, oh, they're paying. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was like, okay. They're like, and everybody's like, oh, how cool. Like she's an influencer. And I'm like, I'm not, but no, it was really just a negative response and no one really understood it, but people are starting to accept it now kind of in my orbit. But yeah, it was a lot of like, this is weird. She's obsessed with Kelly Clarkson, this pop singer and, you know, in California, now New York, but yeah. That sounds very familiar, but people judging you yeah. until you actually are like, 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word successful, but like really like engaged in like yeah. talking to a lot of fans. And then people are like, oh, you're super passionate. That's fun. I'm like, why are you making fun of me for all these years? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like now I have a lot of like friends that are within the community. Anyway, preach. Yeah, well, what? I still make fun of you, Pam. Oh, shut up. So. <laughs> well, and, and, and Zoe, don't sell yourself short either. I mean, when you have social media that's over 150,000 followers and you get asked by you know, her record label to come out to see her perform. I mean, that's influencer status. I mean, quite honestly. And, and I can't speak for Pam, but you know, even people that have known that I have been a big fan of hers for 20 years and they've sort of just, it's just become a part of who I am. Even when we got sent out for the Belasco show, that was like, that was a, a turning point for a lot of people. They were like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, this is this is not just a you're a big. This is fan not of somebody. just like, you being like creepy. Yes, this was exactly yeah, the same like, thing. Like, like people in in their eyes, I'm, this is this is me saying, speaking for them. In their eyes, they're like, oh, people who matter, like in the industry, know about you, and feel like you're worth you know bringing out to see a show. And then suddenly, all these lights went on with everybody around us. Around me, I can't again speak for Pam, but it was just. One of those things where all of a sudden he's like, oh, my gosh, how's your podcast going? That's so cool. It's no longer like, oh, are you like still super obsessed with Kelly? It's like it's not that anymore. It's completely turned a corner. And I have to say, at least for me, very refreshing. And and Jody, I don't want to speak for you either. But, you know, as an older fan, uh, it's kind of nice when people finally like shake off the whole like obsessive thing and be like, oh, no, you're just a very passionate person about one particular thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rylan, how about you? Uh, I've been fortunate. Like, I don't have a lot of pushback or, like, criticism. Um, I guess maybe just confusion because they're like, oh, like, you like country in 80s and 90s. And then also, like, randomly Kelly Clarkson. So um, just a little bit of, like, confusion there. Uh, But I also try to keep it separate, too. Like, I feel like I talk a lot about it on Twitter where, like, friends and family don't follow me. And then Instagram, I try not to push it too much. Not that I don't want to or I feel like I can't but uh, I kind of use Instagram for a different reason so they're aware like they're aware I went to Vegas and they're aware because sometimes I like post their music on stories and stuff but in terms of like having conversations with fans and stuff I kind of keep that separate so uh, yeah I guess I've just been fortunate that way. So that kind of you know with that in mind I kind of want to go into our next question and Rylan you can actually start with start with this what's it been like to um find other fans like being on social media being on twitter instagram i don't know if anyone here uses the express but like just what's it been like to actually just be able to find other fans and be able to you know connect with them and tweet them about you know a performance that you're liking as well because i'm sure for a lot of us again i've said this uh, an insane amount of times on this podcast it's not like we are a huge fan of like a Taylor Swift or a Beyonce where everyone and their mother is a huge fan. Kelly's obviously very famous, but it's not as popular. So it's, I don't have a lot of people in my daily life that are as huge fans as I am. So I really resort to the internet to talk to people. And I mean, that's how I met Jeremy and Rob is literally through the internet. And I'm just curious, like what it's been like for all of you, especially because it's been recent, so you had a very easy time just going on Twitter and finding fan accounts. So what's that experience been for you, Rylan? 
like it's very similar to you in the sense that like a lot of my friends and family aren't big Kelly Clarkson fans. So it's really a great outlet to have those types of conversations, right? And so, and the other thing I was going to add as well is like, I feel like specifically with Kelly fans is they're very like open and welcoming. And so I've been very comfortable just to like have conversations and meet new people. I'm naturally an introvert. And so it's not the easiest thing to do. And so that says a lot, I think, about the people who are Kelly fans that they welcome kind of new people following them and new people having conversations with them. And I think it's really cool. And you are doing great on the on the podcast. I don't know if you were nervous because you're an introvert, but you are doing wonderfully. <laughs> Brett, how about you? We love our introverted fans. We do. <laughs> yeah, so I only really have one person in like my normal day-to-day life that likes Kelly as much as I do. Um, definitely like TikTok. It's funny because I actually didn't know that um, Clarkson Live was your page, Zoe, so I actually follow you. Um, Jody, I've seen you on some Facebook groups as well. Rob, I have you on Instagram. So like, even just in this little group right here, it's like all these spaces. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, like these are my people, but, um, you know, to Rylan's point, like Kelly fans are just so down to earth. Um, even being in Vegas, like everybody there, it's just like an instant connection with everybody. Um, I actually was in line for a very long time with Sabrina as well. Um, so like just meeting all these people and putting faces to the names, I'm like, this is like a really solid group of people. And especially with the internet where we all live so far away from each other, like that's a a great way to connect on those social media platforms. Um, but it definitely, it makes it kind of feel like home. Right. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's kind of a weird thing because she obviously has a ton of fans, but it's also... It's it's still like every, a lot of people know each other. It's a very small community, but it's also really big. I don't really know how to explain it, but the fact that you already like knew a few people here, that speaks volumes. So, right, um, right. Zoe, what about you? I honestly feel like I have friends all over the world. Like it's such an amazing thing because like I'm very introverted too. Like I was freaking out over this podcast because I was like I'm just not you know like. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that like has their mom like call the doctor's office for him because I just I can't talk to people and it's like <laughs> <laughs> and it's helped me really just so much because like I mean I'm closer to some people I would say that are in like you know Brazil or California or something so far away from me than like people I see on a weekly basis and like that's just you know because I'll be talking to like my friend or something I'm like oh yeah Jay commented on my Instagram I'm like who and I'm like oh you don't know him. but it's like you know but um yeah I mean it's just been such an amazing thing and it's helped me be more extra extroverted and like I find myself like you know like doing this which I'm excited about or like talking to other people like it's just like in the community of like you know it feels like your friends like everyone's so welcoming like y'all were saying and everything and it's just like you know they kind of seeked me out because I wouldn't respond back to people because I was just very like couldn't talk to people. And now I'm just like having conversations and DMs and comments. And it's like, you know, just kind of not fans, but like people that, you know, are constantly on my socials and stuff. It's just such like a good community to be a part of. And, and a little bit, you know, more to your point, Zoe, I feel that as well, because it, it didn't occur to me until well into my fandom journey that I realized I was like, wow, I actually know people all over the world. And we have this like one thing in common and it was even to the point where I used to do uh, years ago, I used to do an all request radio show on my radio station. And one night I was just, I, I don't know if there was something particularly interesting going on in the world of Kelly, but I had like the old Kelly, uh, the Kelly Clarkson express open. And we had like a, there was a chat room function that you could do where you could chat with fans. 
And there was a bunch of us in the chat room and we're all talking and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm doing my show at the same time. And I just gave out the phone number for my radio station and said, hey, anybody who wants to call into my show and do requests, I had people from Australia. I had people from Europe, like every all over the United States, Canada, calling into my radio show. And my boss actually pulled me aside. And he goes, how did you do that? How are you getting all these people to call in? I just said, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but just suffice to say, I've suddenly made a lot of friends around the world and there is just something very cool. There's a good, there's a cool feeling when you can say that. And, and I know that, you know, you probably, you know, don't know as, you know, don't know the people super, super well that live, you know, way far away, just like I don't, but you feel like you do because you have this really intense connection over this, like one topic that sort of brought us all together. Yeah, I mean, one of my very first internet friends, literally when I was like 13, was from a huge Kelly fan. He's still a huge fan. He's from Columbia. I wouldn't have known anyone from Columbia had it not been for like a Kelly Clarkson message board. So it's just really cool that, you know, thank you, technology. Yeah. Uh, one more uh, here from Jody. So I find that when I'm out in just the public and I mention Kelly Clarkson, I hear a lot of, oh, I love Kelly Clarkson. And then I open my mouth and stuff starts spewing out and they're like, oh, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> so <laughs> Accurate. So, you know, finding finding online people who feel the same way that I do and can talk about the same things and understand where I'm coming from has been everything. And I uh, was able to get in with uh, a group chat this past year and on the very first day one person said I have a cat named Kitty Clarkson and someone else said I have a dog named Kelly Barkson <laughs> and I said these are my people and they have become true friends that I talk to every single day so it's just been a become a, a whole new community of friends for me excellent, excellent. I will say this like yeah, yes top notch names yeah Kelly Barkson I love that one I will say that if you are a fan if you don't if you do like converse online with a couple of different people every like relatively frequently i cannot recommend getting yourself a group chat like more because even you know pam and rob and i are all in a group chat with some other friends and it's it's seriously like the one group chat that i get every day that i look forward to actually hearing whatever somebody has to say because if it's like a work group chat or something like that you're just like oh what is this going to be but when it comes through from like our group chat, I look forward to that so much. So I highly recommend if you don't have a group chat with, you know, Kelly fans, start working towards getting one because it really is awesome to have. Even when it's like, oh, I just heard Breakaway at the dentist, you know, like we we seriously do that. I just, I just I just did that the other day. I was like, oh my god, Love So Soft is on at the at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like I, it was just it was one of those things where I was like, I feel like I have to I have to tell someone, somebody. Yes. This stuff that comes in my head and like I have now I have a place. For yeah. It. Um, Robert, uh, could you ask our next question? Pamela. Yes, I can. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so this is it's been really nice to hear all of your um, stories about finding your community. I think back selfishly over the last 20 years and we've been to a lot of things um, Kelly related. And yeah, Kelly's always there. But you really remember the friends that you're with and the people that you're that you stood in line with and all of that. So it's been really nice to hear how you've also found your community of people. Um, with that in mind, uh, I also want to know like what moments over the last 20 years do you feel like maybe you um, missed out on? Like things that you had to like catch up on or watch online that you wonder like, wow, I wonder what that night was like as a fan. And um, 
so um, you can think about it, but like, like the orange coat, for example, <laughs> um, which really is only like, you can only find it funny if you were on the express that night, which um, I wasn't, that, I missed yeah, out on that. I, I wasn't either. And, and when you even just first brought it up for the first time, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about at, at all. Like you had to sort of fill us all in. And then to hear about everyone reacting to it mm -hmm. is, I was just like, man, where was I that night? It, you were out having New Year's Eve plans and the rest of us were on the internet. Do <laughs> any of you have an answer uh, ready in your brain? Jody, you can start. Jody. Uh, so this is very recent, but I would say that my biggest regret on missing out is Belasco, mm. um, because when I when the announcement came out, uh, I had been a fan for three weeks. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I probably shouldn't drop everything to fly across the country and miss work for somebody that I've been a fan of for three Fair. weeks. Yeah. But uh, I I feel like that was an experience and kind of a once in a lifetime thing as a, as a fan to have experienced that. And I wish I could have been there. I know. I wish that was like a bummer week that it was just like one week notice. I felt really bad. I mean, I know people who flew in from other parts of the country and they, because you're booking a flight cross country the week before, like you're dropping a crap ton of money. And I'm like, Oh my. Yeah. Well, I later did it to go to New York. So it's, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I remember, I remember being there that night and, I was actually looking around the room a little bit and I'm like, I'm a little bummed that they opened this up to like the general public to buy tickets because I wish it could have just been like the super fans, you know, just all of us who have been supporting her and have been, you know, ride or dies for a year to 20 years at that point. Um, it would have been very cool to have that room be full of all those people. Um, I still, you know, to this day count myself very fortunate that we got to experience that. Uh, Zoe, you had an answer. Okay, definitely, and I kick myself for it now. The Meaning of Life tour because she came to Bridgestone, which you know is in Tennessee, and it's it's hard to kind of get you know people you like to come close to you. And I just I don't know. I mean, I guess I wasn't a. I really just didn't think I could get there. I didn't like drive at the time, and I was like, I you know I wasn't a stand yet. I guess, and now I look back and I'm like, I could like the Meaning of Life tour because I mean I binge watched every single thing to do with the Meaning of Life tour. And I'm like, I could have been there. I wasn't. So just Reba was at that show. Was at that specific show. I was supposed yeah. to go. I did I I lost money on my on my ticket. I wish I gave it to you. I know. Oh, way to rub salt in the wound. <laughs> I know. I lost like two hundred bucks because I had a I had a work I I wasn't able to go to Nashville anymore. I had a work event. Anyway, not important. But yeah. it will happen it will happen for you. You will you know what? The two worlds, two voices too, I feel like it's something else you probably wish you would have gone to. Yes, definitely. And that I'm going to manifest. It's going to, we're going to have another two worlds, two voices tour at some point in our lifetime. I don't know when, I don't know where, but it has to happen. I know. And definitely if I can add to that, I will be flying there because I want to I was terrified of flying. And I want to say this because um, Jeremy actually, I, it was on Twitter. I can't remember if he commented or just sent a DM, but like, he was like, you better get on that plane. Like, cause I was like, forget to go to Alaska. <laughs> cause I never flew before. And I was like, Kelly's introduced. I mean, that's probably, will lead into another question, but has given me a lot of first Kelly has like first time in California, all that kind of stuff. But no, you really helped me get on that plane. I was like, okay, if they can do it, Miss Nepal, they're going to be there. Like I, I got to do it. So, but I love oh, that. That's Thank so you. nice. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better. I hate flying. I hate it. And I also, I was flying to like LA and Vegas was the first, they were the first, like they were the longest flights I've taken by myself. Mm-hmm. 
where I was like, oh my God, I don't have no, I have no one next to me that I can be like, if there's turbulence, I'm going to be like, crap, like no one. So I give you a lot of credit for even just getting on the plane in the first place. It's, I mean, some people love it. And for me, it's, it's pure torture, but I want to go places. So I'm glad you mustered up the courage and you had a great time. Thank you. And thanks to y'all again. (laughs) Uh, Rylan, how about you? to the tour of Tariba, although I was like nine or 10 at the time. So I don't know how that would have worked logistically getting there. Uh, but I just think if I could go back in time and experience that, that would be super cool. And then the other thing I was thinking of was like a different take on the question was being able to like go back in time when she was like all over radio. And I love listening to music in my car. So it would have been really cool to like be listening to the radio and driving around when like Tinch Bingham was big or like Stronger was big. And then having like so many other people just know her music and be listening to it at the same time as well. I feel like that would have been like a really cool experience. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Cause I remember, you know, as you would say, like back in the day, like it was very prominent on radio. And even for example, when the chemistry album came out, like even meaning a life, I was like, all right, like, let me listen to the radio a lot. And I heard her a few times, but when chemistry came out, I was like, I wasn't even going to bother, like not, not bother listening to the radio, but not, bother listening just so I can maybe hear her song because and that so it was a it's a bummer that you you don't get that same excitement because the top 40 stations aren't playing her now but I remember the old like I've heard mine twice on the radio once was like a few weeks ago once was in once was in in Vegas actually and I was like this is a sign but it's it's such a I mean Jeremy can definitely speak for this it's such a euphoric feeling when you hear your favorite song on the radio and you're just like oh my god this is fate and it's a bummer that radio does not like her anymore it does happen at christmas for two months of the year besides christmas you get you get bops on bops on bops on the radio out of a toronto station that's actually pretty big and i like freaked out i was driving in my truck and and so i definitely blasted that one (gasps) oh that's great that's so okay so you have a little excitement but damn it it needs to be more more frequent one day one day uh brad how about you um so going back to the meaning of life tour um march of 2019 i was supposed to go see her in td garden in boston um got caught up with work wasn't able to go it was like a sick joke because I'm driving home from work on the highway and I have to go past the TD Garden. So I'm I'm literally looking at it and I'm like, like tears are almost coming down my face. I'm like, Kelly, <laughs> so close but so far away. <laughs> um, so, you know, definitely still not salty about that. But Not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. If it, no. if it makes you feel any better, I was at the show. However, um, the pers- the people behind us were so drunk and so messy that we all, we, me and my friend, we, we, we had seats for that show, got beer spilt all over us. So oh, if that makes you feel any better, like maybe you would have had beer spilt on you and that's what you missed out on. I don't know. Every time I think of it now, that's what I'll revert back Please, to. Please, like I'm do. trying to, yeah. I, okay. I want to make you feel better. Like, okay, if, I appreciate if that. that makes, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work, <laughs> but that's the only thing I can provide here. It was a terrible show. No, it wasn't. Yeah, she, she was terrible. Yeah. She was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we—I I feel like we should probably actually answer this question too, PM. Although I feel like we've we've sort of talked probably about this in the past. Maybe I think we did last week. Or last week we actually answered this question. Did yeah. we? Okay, I, I don't I don't remember, and, and my answer very well may be different. I want to start though with Rob. Like, do you have like your moment that you wish you would have experienced? 
Without a doubt, 100%. I've never seen Kelly sing a Christmas song, and I love Christmas, and I love Kelly's Christmas music especially. So any, any of the meaning of, meaning of Broadway, <laughs> Miracle on Broadway um, shows, I really wish I had been. And I don't know why I didn't even try. I think I must have been just like working. Well, you don't like traveling to see her. I don't like traveling, but like for Christmas, I think like, and like I don't know you yet, but if you were going and like friends were going, I might have put in the effort. But I think it was that point in my life where I had no days off, like working seven days a week, and I just couldn't take off to go. But um, yeah, anything Christmas related, I really wish I had been there for. I mean, the fact that I feel like she's just continue growing the Christmas queen title, there will be many opportunities. I mean, you could have gone to the, the tree lighting, but you didn't go. Cold. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cold literally outside. Christmas. <laughs> it was on the ice. It was on, on literal ice. I'm fine. Are you? He wants to see Christmas, Kelly, just not that bad. It's not when it's Indoors. cold. You know, I want you know, to be able Christmas to wear time. a nice Christmas sweater and have people see it and not see me shivering with like icicles coming out of my nose. <laughs> what a visual. Welcome. Uh, Pam, do you have yours? <laughs> yeah, mine's pretty much like I would say like I was around during the breakaway era and I was like very like passionate and keeping up with a lot of stuff. But like I was 11, so I couldn't like go. <laughs> Rob, why are you acting surprised? You were 16. Yeah, but I was going to stuff. Yeah, I was but 11. I, I would could, you know, it's not like a, a, f- a fifth grader, sixth grader is going to be like, hey, mom, can I go to this, you know, Good Morning America? Like, no. And I did do that when I was 11 to see Gloria Stefan, but whatever. Okay. Well, we're not all special. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like, I, my, my, my family was convinced that the, it was like a phase. Like, I remember the Addicted Tour, I begged my parents to go, and they were like, no, it's in Long Island, it's on a weeknight. This is a phase for you. No. And then, of course, it what clearly it's not a phase. But I think just like going to any of the breakaway era tours, that's something I really missed out on. And I, you know, I'm very grateful people who took like bootleg videos and audio. So I got to experience it with very crappy audio. But I'm grateful for all of you who have captured that for us. Um, as I feel like we once said that a lot of those videos were captured on potatoes, it looks like. Yeah. But I'm grateful for that because if we didn't have that, we'd have nothing. So, absolutely. Yeah, that's my answer. Jeremy, what about you? Man, it, it, it's a little hard for me because, I mean, the more, as we get further and further away from it, the more I was wishing that I went to Miracle on Broadway. And I, I think it just didn't even occur to me to go, even though I was no stranger to road tripping to Kelly's show. It was on because, your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was the first one. And maybe it's just because it was around the it's holidays a, or something. It's a bad time, lying. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think at that point, I think, yeah, even at that point, I don't think, no, I, I had flown to see Kelly before because I had flown for all I ever wanted. But either way, like, the, again, as we get further and further away from Miracle on Broadway, the more I'm kind of wishing, oh, I wish I would have at least seen one of those. But I think the the big one for me, and this is, again, one that I didn't realize the magnitude of it until well afterwards is the troubadour show it, it's it's just one of those like intimate venue really cool vibes tiny stage and just just the the amount of like raw emotion that was just probably in that room that night and i think that 
you know, there's going to be a generation of Kelly fans that are going to look to the Belasco show to be a little bit like their troubadour because it just was a little more recent and it's somewhat similar yeah. uh, in, in the way that it was set up. But that one for me just seems like an all timer show where it just would have been cool to be in the room and just experience that. But there's a lot of little things here and there. I I'm very fortunate in that, you know, I, I date back all the way to the independent tour, which is, you know, that predates the breakaway tour. And I've, I've seen all the tours, you know, for the most part, uh, afterwards. So I've been very, very fortunate, but at the same time, there's just been those little like one-offs like miracle on Broadway and, and the Troubadour shore that, that really sort of live on in the, in the history of her career that people still talk about to this day. And if there's a, if there's any shows that they're still talking about, you know, 10 plus years later, you know, it was a hell of a good time. Exactly. All right. I actually have one last question. It's quick. Okay. Sure. Now, because all of you became fans within the last mm, six, seven years, give or take, what do you view Kelly the most as? Do you view her most as like Kelly the singer, Kelly the talk show host, the uh, Kelly the coach on The Voice who like happens to do other things? Kind of, I mean, I don't know if this is an obvious answer, but I'm just kind of fascinated by this. So, um, Brent, let's start with you. Um, I think I kind of see her as the, the jack of all trades, honestly. Um, you know, not many people are able to have a talk show, go through and have their own, you know, radio channel on Sirius, just all the things that she does. Um, I feel like she's, she's just kind of gotten into every field that she possibly can. I don't know. You really can't turn around now and not see her face somewhere. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just kind of see her as everything. Everything. Really. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zoe, what about you? Yeah, I would have to agree. Definitely um, Kelly the person, I would say. Because, like, you know, she's kind of just, I don't know, I love watching interviews and everything. And just, like, her personality, I think she just helps so many people. Like, I just see her kind of more of, like, a just a bigger influence on my life, I guess, you know? Just, like, the singer, you know, talk show host, all that. Like, I just, I just see her as, like, the world. Oh, I love that. Um, Rylan, what about you? Vocalist and a singer, despite what Rolling Stone says. We don't like that. (laughs) Um, And then also uh, just as a person and a mom. And I think she's very relatable. And she hasn't let the um, idea of fame, like, ruin who she is as a person. So I just see her as, like, another person. Love that. Uh, Jody. what about you? I think think that a musician is who she really is like in her soul and and we recognize that uh but like i've said it's kelly the person that i have fallen in love with yeah it's all about yeah i feel like for me it's like definitely like the singer like she's a singer that like happens to have a talk show she happened but yeah jack of all trades brett was a very good answer um she's she's everything yeah i mean she's she's an entertainer she's an entertainer she is uh I'll say triple threat in many I – mean, it's not the stereotypical triple threat, which is usually like singer, dancer, actor. But like she has multiple talents, so she's a – And she's not nearly as bad of no. an actor as she claims to be. She may hate acting, but when she does have to do it, she's And when good. she actually likes – yeah, like the crazy ones. That was good. Yeah. She does, Reba. She was great in Reba. She was great in Reba. Yes. So good. Also graded from Justin to Kelly. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> a plus movie. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, 
I mean, I don't know why I'm saying thank you, but I'm so glad you guys are all Kelly fans now. I'm rambling, as you can tell. Um, it's so great that you guys are, you know, in the community and have the same passion for Kelly as we do. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much to Brett, Jody, Rylan, and Zoe all for joining us today. I know it can be weird, you know, talking on a podcast and, and you know, sharing your thoughts about your Kelly fandom, especially, you know, for, for our guests today and anybody who's more introverted. I thought all of our guests did a fantastic job, and I love that that we can talk to people of all different size and lengths of fandoms because there everybody has a different story a different origin and i love hearing yeah so thank you to all of our guests for joining us and thank you to our lovely third host robert thank you yes now rob we did let uh we let zoe pimp out (laughs) her social (laughs) handles and obviously our our guests will have their social handles shared on social when we put this episode out but I feel like there might be some people that don't realize you have a second social media presence I, that they may be interested in. I do now. It's been about a week, but I have, um, it started out from a conversation with you two, actually, of like Kelly themed cocktails as a joke. And then the way that my brain works, I had like 25 ideas <laughs> in my notes app by the time our conversation was done. So mm-hmm. then um, our friend Kyle started coming up with names for me for my Instagram handle. And he came up with Mr. Mix-It-All. Which I adore. M-R-M-I-X-I-T-A-L-L. One word. Mr. Mix-It-All on Instagram. And um, right now, the the community is building little by little. I've got three drinks up right now. Uh, Dirty Little Secret, a Dirty Martini. <laughs> red Flag Collector, which is a margarita with red wine float. And um, Whole Lot of Lemon, which is a lemon gin and elderflower cocktail. Um and so I just keep coming up with cocktail ideas. Some of them are puns. Some of them are just named after Kelly songs. Um, I came up with, somebody said Kelly Oki. That's like an Oki drink. What is that? Like a, it's like smoky something Ooh. or other. So I have to, I have to figure out what Maybe like a, well, I went out last night and someone I was with got a smoked old fashioned. So maybe you can like play it something off of like that. that. Yeah. So I've got a lot of ideas. Um, people keep sending me drink ideas. It's been really fun coming up with puns. Uh, and it's been it's been a good time so far. Love that. So yes. This is gonna be Pam, this is gonna be what gets Rob on what I'm like. I told that to him. I no, said it's not. Yes, it is. I was like, <laughs> imagine if you get on what I'm liking, you're like, no. I'm like, yes. People need to follow first. I have I mean, ninety eight followers in a few days. That's pretty good. damn good. We're, we're going okay. Yeah. That's pretty um, good. So let the community keep building, keep sending me ideas. Uh, let me know what you like to drink. Um, Pam said that she wants more wine cocktails because she is our wine mom. I am. Yep. I am. I am Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. I am wine mom. Um, and something with like. There are some songs that are untouchable. I'm not doing sober and I'm not doing maybe. Yeah, well, that just doesn't work. There's no. Yeah. Um, somebody said, what about a maybe's knees, like a bee's knees cocktail? And I said, <laughs> I'm not doing anything with maybe because it's too special. What about. I feel like you have to think of something with Chivas, but still play off of Shivas. Like, I don't know what it yeah. is. You don't have to buy Shivas. No. You can just <laughs> pretend that you're using other whiskey. It's, it's whiskey, right? Um, I think so. I think so. You can tell how often I drink Shivas. Never. It's going to be it's going to be awkward, though, when you're showing the drink being mixed together and the drink has, the, like, the Shivas name in it. And there you are dumping in, like, 
Every Jack Daniels or whatever. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait if you make cocktails with Kelly on the show. It's going to happen. Cam's really jumping two years ahead of this. That's okay. Assuming that I keep up with it and assuming that it does well. It's going to do well and you're going to keep up so with far. it because I'm going to annoy you. Thank you. Because here's the thing. This is how it all works. You, uh, you start off and you just put out content, lots of content. And then the audience gives you the permission to sort of rein it in a little bit. And then you just do like one drink a week or one or two drinks a week. That way you can like save up all your puns. Then you can start reusing songs and finding different concoctions for it. You have plenty of content just ahead of you. He's a genius. Thank you. That's that's really helpful. Yes. Right now we're, we're really front loading with the content. Trouble with Love Fizz coming soon. <laughs> Trouble <Yay>. with Love <laughs> Fizz. Obsessed. Um, anyway. So again. Yeah. Follow yeah. Rob, Mr. Mix It All. Mr. Mix It All on Instagram. On Instagram. Um, thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing great, you're sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, anywho, um, we will be back next week. Uh, ooh, we have a fun episode next week. Rob will be back because we. Are, well, no, because we are <laughs> we are interviewing <laughs> um. Rob's boyfriend and one of our good friends, Danielle. Um, Y'all just have to see what we're quizzing them about. It's going to be really funny. Um, this is an interesting like fan trilogy of episodes that we're gonna that we have coming yeah. out because we've already done the we just did the new fans, uh, and then last week we did the generational fans, and then next week's episode is entirely different, but it's all again encompassed around fans. This is this is going to be a fun little stretch. Yeah, of episode. very interesting. So uh, we're looking forward to having you with us next week. Um, until then. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll talk soon. Bye. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Miss Into Podcast. Miss Into Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Find us and continue the conversation at Miss Into Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find more at missintopodcast.com.